Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, last Friday, we mentioned that we're at the start of Autism Awareness Month. Uh, Saturday was World Autism Day. And we will be touching on the autism story several times over the next couple of weeks. And I'm joined by As I Am, the the, uh, CEO of As I Am, uh, which is the National Autism Charity, Adam Harris. Adam, good morning. Good morning, PJ. Thanks for having me. Happy World Autism Month. Indeed, and same to you, and good to speak with you again. It's been a wee while. I suppose heading into Autism Awareness Month, Adam, the key issues facing families, um, what are they? So this year, the theme of our campaign for World Autism Month is Same Chance. And I think what it really captures is a reality that maybe people who are outside the autism community don't always realise. And that is that autistic people simply don't enjoy the same chance in society. And what families tell us, what autistic adults tell us from diagnosis to getting a school place, to getting the support you need, to making friends, to getting a job, you face barriers that other people simply don't experience. Yeah. And sometimes those, bad, those barriers are to do with people's attitudes. And very often they're also to do with simply not enough support and not enough resources being in place for people to access the timely support that they're entitled to. If I was to say here on the programme to invite every call from every parent presently struggling to find a place in education for their child. And if I started that on Monday morning, I think I'd still be taking calls on Friday. It's a huge problem. And it seems to be, Adam, it seems to be getting more difficult, not less so. I mean, it's nearly 20 years since I had to get my son into education. It's not getting any easier. It wouldn't appear to be. And I think the data that we have would bear this out very well. So as part for ahead of April, we've published a same chance report. And that's really looking at two things. As I am as an autism ID card, that's a tool people use, I suppose, to self-advocate and get support on family days out and things like that. But once a year we go out and we do a survey of that community. We also did a poll of the attitudes that the public have to autism, which I'll come to in a second. But if we just take education, uh, 28% of the families who answered our questionnaire didn't believe their child had an appropriate school place. And over half, I think 51%, did not believe the education system was inclusive for autistic people. So really what I think is in many respects, you kind of have a, a dual issue here. On the one hand, there's an issue with spaces. There's an issue with the people who need a, the appropriate space actually being able to access it just to get in the door. So, you know, we've children sitting in mainstream who need autism classes. We've children sitting at home because they can't get an autism class space. We've children in autism classes who need to be in special schools. But as well as that, I think we also have taken a view that actually, you know, that we 
would be inclusive if we let people enter buildings. But actually, that's only half the battle. So we know there's lots of children who can't access education in mainstream because they can't get the SNA they need. They can't get the additional teaching time or sometimes because their teacher can't get the training they need to educate people because the board of management doesn't understand what autism is and doesn't put the supports and the culture in place in the school for the child to learn. So we need to take a much more holistic view to how we do education. But critically, the focus should be is it shouldn't be about places or, you know, children competing against each other for places. What it should be is about can the child get the appropriate place they're entitled to? And too often we still meet parents who are applying to 25 schools to get one place. Yeah, yeah. And it becomes even harder, Adam, at secondary level, as I'm sure you know. So you get the youngster into primary school, you get them into either a unit or whatever is appropriate for them at primary school level. Uh They come to the end of primary school and you face another blood, sweat and tears battle and there are tears I know that for trying to get them into secondary school for some reason the Department of Education doesn't get it that once you let a person into a primary school they're going to need a secondary school place that's not that's not clicking with somebody is it? Uh what I'd say is two things. There's, I always find there's an irony because for people who know about autism, uh, transition is really difficult. So when you're moving from one phase of your life to another, that's probably one of the hardest times for you. Yeah. So it's the time where you really need the state to be organized and supporting you. But the state is far worse at transitions than autistic people. And all of the key times where we really need that support, there's, there just tends to not be a joint up approach at all. And the systems don't talk to each other. And I think that's, that, that is a huge, huge barrier for people. Um, you know, I, I think the other the other I think reality is we're really bad at planning you know so we still don't have any sort of centralized statistics around autism in Ireland you know last night people will have filled out their census form in the disability question there's no option around autism so is it any wonder then that services aren't appropriately planned as we move from county to county across the country there's a thing as well with this if if you um well this is what very stark I had twins so I was able to follow the two the, path, the two pathways. My daughter, yes. we put her into primary school and the pathway was laid out all the way, literally up to the day she graduated from UCC. My yes. son, not so much. The, the no, different, it's a glaring different in, difference in, in pathways, Adam. Like, what can As I Am do about that? The, the reality is, and, and this comes back to our campaign, autistic people simply aren't given the same chance. Over 56% of people who answered our, our cardholder survey told us at one stage or another they experienced discrimination. And in some cases, it is about pathways to schools. In other it's the ch- children not being allowed to join their local GA club, families getting asked to leave a restaurant because their child becomes overwhelmed. There's still a huge amount of a soft discrimination there that people do not understand. As an organization, I suppose we're doing two things. First and foremost, I suppose what we really are calling for this World Autism Month is a national autism strategy, one coordinated resource plan to support autistic people across life. There was a promise last year from the minister that we're going to receive one of those plans, but we need to see that happen this year and we need to make sure it has the resources that it needs so that it's not just another report. The other thing, though, I suppose, is an organization we're actively trying to remove barriers that autistic people face and we're doing that I suppose in two ways one I suppose the COVID-19 pandemic had a huge impact on our community 
actually a lot of the barriers we faced only became more pronounced because structure and routines obviously really important for people that was taken away overnight and at the same time those really vital supports like school they closed so we saw a 300 percent increase in queries to the organization what we did was even though it was really hard to fundraise we set up a load of new supports to try and help people so this year a thousand people will go through various support programs that as i am is set up that includes 400 adults accessing social groups for the first time because we know that autistic people are four times more likely to experience loneliness and includes a new information line that we're expecting 5,000 callers will call this year but then the other side of the house and i think this is the side of the house that we miss too often is it's not just about supporting autistic people it's about actually everybody in society realizing that they have a part to play as well and you know everyone has a way a role to play in busting these barriers just to give you an example on the school issue we have an autism friendly schools program now there's a number of cork schools in it and we work with over 100 schools over the course of the year to upskill their teachers to look at their policies to help them learn from each other so that they can actually become truly autism friendly so it's a bit like a building a bridge we need to support autistic people on the one hand but we really need to educate and change society on the other but we need the public support this autism month in terms of donations so we can continue to grow this work let me just read you one typical comment that comes in from a listener and i'm sure you've heard a thousand like it adam i could write a book on this my daughter is five diagnosed a year tomorrow not a peep about therapies except for maybe some volunteer therapists I'm haunted for my daughter yes. to be a unit of the school. That woman uh, said that they've not even had a single speech and language appointment in the 12 months since diagnosis. We can't keep putting up with that. No, and unfortunately, it seems to be the pattern all around the, the country. Uh, uh, Conscious in Cork, I, I, earlier this week, uh, we had Dervla Burke O'Connor was one of the ambassadors for our mm-hmm. campaign who many of spoke to her friend with. And, yeah. We've heard her story as well. This is the reality that's happening all around the country. And, you know, I think a big part of the problem is we're still far too much grace and favour about this issue. You know, autistic people and their families, it's kind of a case of waiting in line and asking nicely. This is about people's rights. Um, Autistic people have a right to participate in society. Ireland was the last country in the European Union to sign and ratify the UN Convention on the Rights of People with Disabilities, but we've done that now. And the reality is people shouldn't have to ask, people shouldn't have to come on radio and tell their story. This is actually about the government doing its job and providing for the rights of autistic people. And that's what urgently needs to happen this World Autism Month. Yeah, Minister Rabbit is coming to Cork tomorrow for the first disability family forum but I mean many parents didn't even know it's on uh, so they can't go and they can't engage you know there's not a lot of communication there I think communication can be one of the the poorest things for many autistic people and their families. You know, one of the the barriers that really does exist is there's lots of state agencies that will tell you you're not talking to the right person, but there's very few people who seem to say, I am the person to talk to and how can I help? So I think that's a a huge, huge barrier. I think the state has to be much less reactive around this issue and much more proactive because I think what a lot of families and autistic people see it is that there's nobody actually on your side. There's a lot of red tape, there's a lot of bureaucracy, but there's nobody you actually wants to advise you and help you and I think that's you know it's tough enough without actually having that experience Adam I posted a picture of my son um, for World Autism Day we were out having coffee and a chocolate eclair and I just posted a picture of him and someone replied and it broke my heart they've just had a diagnosis they know through listening to me they know the road their child is facing and they're already losing sleep we can't let that continue We absolutely can't. And I think, you know, what is actually critical to all of this is 
the voices of autistic people and our families. You know, we did an attitudes to autism poll and I think it shows some of the barriers that are out there because people have become aware of autism and that's great. But you know what? Awareness isn't enough. Awareness doesn't mean you do anything. Awareness doesn't mean that you hold your politicians to account on this issue. And what we know is that 60% um, of the public still don't have a good understanding of autism. 60% of the public still have negative connotations about autism. Uh, Even when you go down to things like, should an autistic person be able to go to the same school as a non-autistic person? It's pretty much a 50-50 split. Should autistic people not be punished in school if they become overwhelmed or distressed because of their autism? 50-50 split. So there's still a, a huge amount of stigma out there. And I think the way we change that is, and we saw this in our poll, when people know an autistic person, that's when the dial begins to shift. You know, statistics get you so far, policy documents get you so far. But I think what we've learned about in equality movements in this country is when we realize it's your neighbor, it's the person sitting beside you in school, it's the man working with you in the office. I think you then begin to realize that this is a real issue. It's real people's lives at stake. And I mean, unfortunately, and I, I don't like saying this, but the outcome outcomes are are startling like we know that I mentioned already four times more likely to experience loneliness 85 percent of autistic people unemployed are underemployed and unfortunately reality that eight and ten autistic people experience mental health conditions nine times more likely to die by suicide they're horrific statistics but the reason why I'm saying them this morning is none of them are to do with autism when you bring your child for an autism diagnosis they don't need to be unemployed or lonely or unhappy that's coming from how we as a society respond to autistic people and it's in all of our hands to change that both in terms of our own behavior in day-to-day life but also in terms of what we expect from the state as well lastly adam tell me about your information line for let's go Absolutely. So this is a a new service that we piloted since November. Uh, It's been incredibly successful and we've supported over 1,200 families since then. It's staffed by appropriate professionals and it's a place you can come, get signposting, maybe troubleshoot a particular barrier you might have faced and also get signposted either we can advocate on your behalf to the state or also signpost you into the various different support programs we have on the organisation. The number for that line is 0818243243 and the email is supported as I am.ie. There's also an an, an online chat option at certain times in the week but what I would just say to the public is we really need the public support it's a very hard time to fundraise and there's a huge need out there so if people can donate at asiam.ie today we'd really appreciate it All right, listen great speaking with you again Adam Harris CEO of asiam.ie Autism Awareness Month running for the month of April that number should you need to contact asiam 0818 243 Two, four, three, and he won't mind me pointing it out. It's gone off the air now, but he won't mind me pointing it out. Just in case you wonder the potential of an autistic person, Adam Harris is autistic. Corks ninety six FM. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.